Acts chapter 1 is where we are at on Sunday mornings. Acts chapter 1. Jesus has uh, risen from the dead, and he's given his disciples instructions before he returns uh, to glory and uh, sends the Holy Spirit. Uh, so he ascends in verse 10 of chapter 1. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. <clears throat> then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. <clears throat> Pick it up in verse 15. In those days Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, The number of names together were about 120, Men and brethren, this scripture must needs to have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost, by the mouth of David, spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. <clears throat> Peter tells us the scriptures concerning Judas. Their office needs to be filled. Verse 21 Wherefore, of these men which have, com have company with us all the time, the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John unto that same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. And they appointed two, Joseph called Barsabas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias. <clears throat> Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word today. and I thank you for your Holy Spirit who is here to fill us and to, to minister to your church. Dear God, I ask for the filling of your spirit to preach and teach your word and and dear God, I pray uh, for each one here, for those with us online today, uh, that you would, by your spirit and your word, for the glory of your son, speak, uh, God, to every heart and uh, build us up in your word. We pray for this power for the church that we need as believers to be the witnesses you've called us to be uh, in our times, God. Uh, give us grace, please, and wisdom for that. And uh, we thank you for all you have provided for us in Christ, in your word, your spirit, dear God, uh, the fellowship that believers have one with another, uh, building up one another uh, and uh, yeah, with the gifts that you've given. And uh, Father, you have provided all for your church. And I pray you just give us uh, uh, wisdom going forward and churches that are preaching the truth, wisdom going forward, God. Uh, to glorify your name and minister in, 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 in these times. And Father, we do pray uh, and we do ask these things in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. All right. Well, we have been talking. We began uh, two weeks ago uh, a mini-series kind of out of Acts chapter 1 entitled Power for the Church. Power for the Church. In the first message, we saw the confirmation of power for the church, and we saw that uh, God has given us his ever-living Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He showed himself alive after his passion. Uh, we saw we have his never-leaving spirit. He shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. We have his everlasting scripture. Wait for the promise uh, of the Father. We have all of that uh, in, in this spiritual battle. In this commission that's been given us, we saw in the second message, uh, we saw the second part, we saw the clarification of purpose for the church. Um, 
there in verse 7. Uh, they had asked, uh, you know, is, is God, uh, is, 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 the, is the kingdom going to be restored to Israel at this time? Jesus told them, uh, you don't need to know, but worry about that. That's in God's calendar. He hadn't showed you that. Here's what I want you to focus on. We saw they'd be focused upon the message, but ye shall receive power, ye shall be witnesses. And uh, they were to be faithful to God's mandate. They were going to all the world and preach the gospel uh, to every, every creature. And so uh, he was getting them focused for the task uh, that was before, was before them. And so today, we're going to look at part three. We're going to see the commissioning of personnel uh, for the church and uh, learning some things about this and, and rejoicing in what God has provided for uh, us in getting this, uh, this commission, this message out, this commission fulfilled. Number one, first of all, as witnesses, we will have angels. Uh, number one, as witnesses, we will uh, have angels. We see that in verse uh, uh, 10 there, what happens. While they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, two men stood by them in white apparel. Uh, fitting in the beginning of uh, the church here that we got two angels that are ministering to help what? Help the believers and encourage the believers to do what God called them to do. Amen. And uh, so we are going to have angels as the witnesses of Christ uh, uh, to help us. And boy, uh, that's quite a subject. You go online and look up angels, and you'll find books, and you know, and uh, and people want to uh, they want to preach on nothing but angels, you know. Uh, but uh, like we have the warning from the earlier message, they wanted to know more than was written in the scripture. You know, people today want to pr profess they know more than's written in the scripture and proclaim that. Why? Because something new, like the Athenians, you know, something that nobody else has heard, and. Uh, uh, and we, we do good to, to stick to the revealed, uh, leave that which is not revealed unto God, and, uh, and hang tight on tightly to that which is for us and for our children, been clearly revealed in the scriptures. So we'll learn some things about angels. Uh, we won't, you know, spend, some churches probably spend a year on it, you know, and, uh, and have conferences about angels and all that. Well, we'd gladly do that if there was enough about them in the scriptures for, for, for that. But we're going to stick just to what the Bible says about it, learn some things about it. So we'll learn some things. As witnesses, we will have, we will have angels. A, angels appear as men in the Bible. Angels appear uh, as men. And we see this all throughout the scriptures. What did we just read here? Two men stood by them in white apparel. And uh, that's what they referred to. That's what they looked like, apparently. Uh, but they had white apparel. They, lo they looked like men. Uh, and uh, we remember all through the, the scriptures. Uh, of course, uh, Abraham, when God called him out and he was living in his tent in the desert after God called him out and... Uh, in, uh, in Genesis 18, 1. The Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat, as he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day, and lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. And of course, we know that at least two of those men were angels who were sent to do what? Destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And, uh, and, uh, but what, how did Abraham see them? As three men. Three men appearing in, 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 in the tent door there. So they go after him. Uh, and uh, were the angels? Yes. Genesis 19, 15. And when the morning arose, then the angels hasten Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife, thy two daughters which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. Uh, so they were angels and appeared uh, as men. A little further on down in the history of Israel, uh, they, uh, Joshua and his generation passes away. And they're in the period of the, your Bible calls judges. Uh, where, what's the phrase? Every, did, every man did that which is right in his own eyes. And, 
And they, they would obey God for a while and disobey. God would send a nation or to conquer them. They, then they'd repent. God would deliver them back and forth there in Judges. Well, uh, the time had come that God was going to uh, send Samson, uh, who failed grievously in many ways, and yet God used him to begin to accomplish the purposes that he wanted to accomplish. But So when God comes to uh, Manoah, Samson's father, uh, the Bible says uh, the, that uh, an angel of the Lord appeared in, in Judges 13.3. The angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman. This is uh, uh, Mrs. Manoah. We're not giving her name in the Bible. Uh, so uh, this is Manoah's wife. And the angel says to her, But now thou art barren, and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. So the angel told her that. What did she say to her husband? The woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came unto me. You see that? So we look as a man. His countenance was as a countenance of an angel of God, very terrible. So it wasn't a normal man, but 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 you know, very his countenance. I don't, maybe they, they talked about white clothing there. I don't know. You know what? What she doesn't go into detail. What was so awesome about the appearance of this man that she saw? Uh, but we know it was an angel. She she referred to him as a man. And so Manoah didn't get to see him at first. And so in verse eight of Judges 13, he. He's, uh, he's praying to the Lord. He's, he, he says, Oh, my Lord, let the man of God which thou didst send come. Read a little on further down in Judges 13, 9. God hearkened to the voice of Manoah, of Manoah, and the angel of God came again. You see that? Man, angel, man, angel. Uh, and uh, again and again. Verse 10. Behold, the man hath appeared unto me. He came and showed himself to the woman again. Uh, and uh, finally Manoah goes and uh, sees his wife and, and uh, he comes to the, uh, this man because he's appeared to his wife again and he says art the man that spake us unto the woman he said I am I am the, I'm the man verse 12 he's called the angel of the Lord verse 15 he's called the angel of the Lord this man he's called the angel of the Lord speaking to Manoah verse 16 uh, of, uh, of Judges 13. And so Manoah speaks to him. He says, uh, he says uh, I pray thee, let us, let, us, let us detain thee until we shall have made ready a kid for thee. The angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, Though thou detain me, I will not eat of thy bread. And if thou wilt offer a burnt offering, thou must offer it unto the Lord. This is not the Lord. For Manoah knew not that what? He was an angel of the Lord. So he's thinking this is a, a man and, and uh, uh, an angel of the Lord. Uh, Manoah says, What is thy name? That when thy sayings come to pass, we may do the honor. You obviously given these prophecies. You've told my wife now, though she's been barren, she's going to have a son and You've uh, told us how to, he's supposed to be a Nazarite. And so when all this comes to pass, uh, uh, give us your name so we can give honor unto you. Remember, it's an angel. And uh, uh, so that we can do the honor. What's the angel's answer? The angel of the Lord said unto him, and we'll get, get to this later. Why askest thou thus after my name, seeing it is secret? You're going to give me honor? Uh-uh. We don't even know the angel's name to this day. Okay? Uh, it was not going to be given. An angel appears uh, as a man. Appears as a man. Um, in uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2, that's why we're told, be not forgetful uh, to, to entertain strangers. What? For thereby some have entertained what? Angels unawares. So we may have dealt with angels not knowing about it. Uh, they're around us. By the way, if they had wings, I think we might recognize them, amen? <laughs> and uh, they had some kind of a halo and, and a glow, I think we might say, you know, I think, I think I met an angel yesterday, you know, because he's the first one I've seen that had wings, you know, and uh, no, 
they appear as men and uh, they're among us they're, uh, uh, they're, they're, they're part of what God is using in this church age uh, to, get, to get his work done uh, and that's a very interesting thought to think about isn't it that any person that we talk to at any time especially if we're, we don't know them to the point you know if we're, if we're, no, if we're around somebody enough you know if you're, you've been around me or uh, others and stuff you've been around me enough you say that, that, that he's, he's definitely not an angel you know and uh, we all have times where, uh, where it would prove to others if they happen to be there with us at that time you know, we don't handle something so well and they say yeah you're definitely not an angel uh, but if there's somebody we meet that we never see him again how, how will we ever know we may have met multiple angels in our lives. We say, what would that be for? What's God doing there? We have no idea what that would be for. That's not revealed to us. That's between God and the angels. I don't know what kind of reporting is going back and forth there. What kind of a whole is going on in the angelic world. That's God's and the angels' business. Amen? But they're here. They're around us. Uh, and uh, we have we will have angels uh, as, as as God's witnesses. Uh, Peter writes in Second Peter two eleven, whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusation uh, against them before the Lord. He's talking about ungodly people who curse spiritual powers and rulers and such. And Peter says angels don't do that angels respect authority you know angels say the lord you know the lord rebuke thee angels which are what more mighty in power uh, which are greater in power and might uh, now there's a a definition of how angels are are greater the bible says that christ made himself a little what lower than the angels becoming a man does that mean that we are of less important than the angels no Peter defines in the Bible what it means for a man to be lower than an angel an angel can kill 180,000 people at one time a man can't do that we're lower in that way we don't have the power and might that angels have as human. But, but listen to this Angels are not created in the image of God. You and I are. Amen. You and I are. So we're in, in a sense greater than them in that respect. And yet in power and might what? Those angels are, you know, are, are, are more powerful. More mighty, than, more mighty than we are in, in that sense. Uh, in, uh, when the, when the uh, uh, Syrian army thought they were going to uh, conquer Jerusalem. Uh, and uh, against the, uh, the word of God thinking that uh, surely Hezekiah is going to cave in like everybody else what happened? God sent an angel Second uh, Kings 19.35 and it came to pass that night the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of the Assyrians and hundred and fourscore and five thousand and when they arose early in the morning behold they were all dead corpses can you imagine waking up? And seeing 185,000 of your uh, fellow soldiers just laying there dead. God meant business when he said he was going to do. He sent one angel. One angel to do that. And, uh, and God what? Took care of business. Amen. And uh, those angels are there. Uh, and we will have angels as God's, as God's witnesses. What else do we see this morning? Uh, we, we see uh, B, that angels... Have uh, have an appointed ministry. Angels have uh, an, uh, uh, an an appointed ministry. In Hebrews chapter one and verse thirteen uh, and fourteen, which to which of the angels said he at any time, "Sit on my right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool"? Are they angels? not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation that's the appointed ministry of angels by the way they're not your servants 
they're not my servants they're God's servants sent forth to minister for us and to us for those who will be heirs of salvation those that are saved and those that are going to be saved yet are not saved not saved yet we see angels intervening for us in our behalf they're not our servants they don't do what we say they do for us what God tells them to do amen and they answer to him uh, so they have an appointed ministry and that is going on all, all the time as these angels work it'll be interesting I wonder how much we'll know about that in glory uh, of what was going on in this realm that we can't see but we see throughout the Bible God's people were aware of it amen and they, they knew that God was working uh, through angels as well we read the early chapters of our New Testament and how encouraging it is to see these angelic beings show up amen and uh, in, uh, in Luke uh, chapter uh, 1 and verse 19 the, the, uh, the angel comes the angel Gabriel comes and, uh, and uh, what he tells he tells Zacharias that his wife is going to have a, a son and, and they're going to name him what? who? John so the angel Gabriel uh, comes and and uh, and gives that that news, uh, and also we find uh, shortly after that the angel Gabriel uh, goes to who goes to Mary, and tells her she's going to have a son, and he's going to be what he's going to be the savior. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. That angel uh, was sent uh, to tell him that. Remember what? Remember what? Uh, 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 um, uh, Zacharias said when the angel spoke to him you, Zachariah your wife Elizabeth is going to have a son you'll call his name John well how shall I know this what do you say I'm Gabriel that stands in the presence of God <laughs> I've been sent uh, from the very throne of God from the throne of God and you're questioning what I'm saying uh, you see the angel wasn't Zechariah's servant. <laughs> the angel was God's servant. Amen. And, uh, and, and Zechariah uh, was not to be questioning that. And, uh, but thank God that he, he is in control. Uh, we think about the angel. And what are the angels doing? They're ministering. They're intervening in the lives again, as the Bible says, of those who shall be heirs of salvation. We see that in... Uh, in uh, Matthew 1 and verse 20, Joseph, uh, the mother, uh, the father of, uh, uh, I'll get this right sooner or later, the husband of, Mar uh, of, of Mary, is having some hard times. Why? Because his wife is pregnant. And as far as he knows, she shouldn't be. And the angel comes and says, What? This is of the Holy Ghost. He, matter of fact, Joseph is thinking about putting her away. The angel comes. While he thought on these things, Matthew 1 20, behold, the angel Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary for thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. What, what? the angel intervenes, uh, uh, preventing uh, Joseph from making a wrong decision. And uh, though Joseph uh, uh, disappears from the scene after that in, in the Bible, uh, there's nothing ill said about Joseph uh, uh, before he disappears from the, from the pages of Scripture. We don't know the details of why he does. And yet he was faithful to, 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 to espouse Mary and to, and to make her his wife uh, and, to, and to, to rear the child, you know, the child Jesus, at least uh, up to the age of 12, we know. And, uh, and just being, being faithful in those things. Angels intervening. Uh, the, the angels announced that birth. The angel Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them, those shepherds in the field. Uh, they were sore afraid. The Messiah is here. The Messiah is here. And uh, all this, in, this intervening, announcing the birth of Christ. I think about, this is encouraging to me, I think about uh, in, uh, in Mark 1. So Jesus rose up and, uh, and he's called uh, right after his baptism to do what? To go into the wilderness where the devil is going to tempt him, is allowed, is allowed to tempt him. And the Bible says in Mark 1.13, 
He was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan and with a wild beast. You think that might be a tough time? I think it was probably a tough time. And the Bible says, and what? The angels, plural, ministered unto him. Say, how did they, how did they preach? I don't know. Bottom, he didn't eat or drink anything during those days. How was they ministered unto him? Well, they were there. They were helping in some way. They strengthened him. Remember, that, and that's, by the way, that's the beginning of his ministry. What happened in the end? When he's praying there in Gethsemane. When he knows he's going to suffer as much as, as a human body could ever suffer as far as physical pain goes. Uh, the Romans were expert at torture. And, uh, and in Luke 22, 42, Jesus said, prays, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared what? An angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. There it is again. Listen, if the Son of Man is going to have an angel strengthen him, I think I need him too, about you. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure what all they, what, what all, how all they minister, but I'm glad the Bible tells us they're there. Amen? There's a whole world uh, that we don't see with our physical eyes at work. And uh, <clears throat> at the resurrection, Matthew 18.10, uh, the angel comes, come, come, comes by and what? Rolls away the stone. And uh, helping the saints help, uh, in, 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 in regards to the gospel, getting the message out, encouraging them all along, uh, we see that. They began preaching that blessed gospel when Christ went back to heaven. Uh, began to suffer persecution for it. Were thrown in prison. Beaten. Acts eight uh, or Acts five nineteen concerning uh, Peter and the disciples, the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth, and said, "What? Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. That is the Christian life. Go and keep on preaching. <laughs> Remember where you left off in that message, Peter? Go back there and pick it up. You know, part B, two A. You know, uh, go back there and pick it up, Peter. What were they doing?" Keeping, helping the saints, keeping this message going, and, and, and encouraging the things of God regarding the errors of salvation, which is their, uh, which is their appointed, uh, appointed ministry. Uh, when uh, Philip was preaching that great revival in Samaria, and uh, but God was concerned about a, a one man riding through the desert who was seeking God. And uh, seeking God so much, he'd already purchased a, a copy of Isaiah, it seems, or at least a, a, part, a, a scroll. And, and it already come to Jerusalem, this, this, this Ethiopian eunuch to worship. And now he's going back. He's seeking and searching. And God, and God says, uh, sends what an angel uh, to, to Philip. And uh, in, uh, in uh, Acts 8.26, the angel Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, go toward the south under the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. God says, there's a, there, there's a seeking lost man. God's all about the angels. It's between God and the angels. There to help those who are going to be heirs of salvation. Here's a seeking lost man. God says to an angel, you go tell Philip, go get him. You go tell Philip, go get him. Amen. Say, so what about those people, preacher, that are out in the middle of nowhere and, and, uh, and they're, they're seeking God, but there's nobody there? God will send someone to them, amen? And uh, God can reach them, and, uh, and he, he may send an angel to tell them to go in a dream. Uh, and, uh, uh, but he, he knows what he's doing. Angels serve him, and, and they serve him to help us and to help the gospel message go forward. Uh, they protect and assist us in our endeavors to be witnesses for Christ. Uh, you know, many people today, unfortunately, get all their Bible from Hollywood. You know, uh, I mean, who doesn't know that the foundation, you know, uh, you know, of uh, uh, of the Old Testament is you know, the Ten Commandments. You know, Charlton Heston. You know, and uh, uh, if you haven't seen that, that 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 movie, you're not spiritual. You know, well, uh, listen, anything you get from Hollywood, I'll guarantee you, it's not good. 
it's not going to line up with the Bible, okay? There's going to be something wrong. There's going to be something twist. I, I don't remember seeing anything. I haven't watched a lot that they put out. I didn't, I didn't watch The Passion of Christ. Uh, I did see Charlton Heston years ago. They put out other things. But the, the, the things that I have watched, I've never seen anything. They didn't have some mistakes and some twists in it uh, and, and some, you know, some Hollywood stuff. You don't get your Bible from the TV, okay? Uh, you, get it from, you get it from the book. And uh, I remember years ago, uh, a show came on, and, and it was called uh, it was called "Touched by an Angel." How, you, how many of you remember that? <laughs> "Touched by an Angel," and I remember thinking at the time I, I don't remember how long I say at the time, but I was thinking, well, that's kind of a good thing. At least you know it's not some some blasphemous program new pro, new show that's coming on. You know, at least it's something that's you know uh, kind of like it's leaning towards stuff. So I think I you know I, I needed a sermon for that next week. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> And, uh, uh, but this touched by an angel. I'm thinking, hey, let's watch it and see, see, see what's going on with it. And so, and so here, it's of course the angel is what a woman. And uh, my, in my Bible, they always look like a what a man. Okay. And uh, granted, she didn't have any wings or anything, so I'll I'll, I'll give them that. Okay. But uh, but there, there, there's this woman here, and so she's apparently on earth helping people uh, and doing God's work, apparently, supposedly. But it's interesting that particular episode that I that that, that, that I watched, uh, she was helping this bartender, and uh, and he was depressed in his life and and uh, getting discouraged. And I don't remember all the details of uh, of that particular episode, but but this angel, this her job from God was to come in and help and encourage this bartender. You know why? Because he talked to so many poor people who'd come to the bar and oh, with their blues, and, and he'd get to, he'd give them a beer and pour, you know, and he'd be able to talk to him and encourage him. That was God's ministry through that woman, yeah, you know, to, to that bartender. Keep on going, and I want to tell you something. That was right out of the pit of hell, <laughs> and uh, that, that's that, that's how bad that was. No, no. By the way, no mention of the name of Jesus Christ. You see, angels aren't mediators between us and, and there's only what? One mediator between God and man. What? The man Jesus Christ. Amen. This, this woman or any angels not going to bring you to God. He is not a mediator between God and man. They only do at the command of God uh, what God wants done for those who will have received or will receive his son. Amen. Uh, that, that's what angels do. They don't work for people uh, and for God apart from Jesus Christ, folks. That's what they're involved in. Uh, is they're those who shall be what heirs of salvation, heirs of salvation. And we know uh, about salvation. Acts four twelve. Neither is there salvation in any other name, the name of Jesus Christ. There's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You can bet when an angel's ministering, Jesus Christ is involved. And knowing him is involved. Uh, and, uh, and, and serving Jesus Christ is involved. And, uh, and it's going to be involved with everything that an angel does. Uh, and, uh, and so we see that. And, uh, and so I wasn't, I wasn't surprised, you know, frankly. You know. Uh, but interesting how, how Hollywood would, would do things like that. And I'm sure people thought they became more spiritual because they never missed an episode of that show, <laughs> that show you know. Uh, amazing. Uh, but uh, their ministering spirit sent forth to minister for them which shall be heirs of salvation. By the way, they stand at the ready. In Matthew 18.10, Jesus says, Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven there, there I like that, there, possess and teach you their angels do always behold the face of my father which is in heaven i get the picture of like i'm not trying to be disrespectful to angels but i'll use the illustration you ever play teach a jog to catch a frisbee or the ball you throw well you get the ball and you get ready to throw it. what's the dog doing dogs like this he's watching you because as soon as you say what? Go, he's gone. The angels are beholding the face of the Father. They're ready to be involved in a moment's notice for the heirs of salvation. 
They are ready to go. They are ready to go. I think about what the psalm says in Psalm 32, 8. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. I'll guide thee with mine eye. Well, you know, the angels never saw God until Jesus Christ came along. Do you ever think about that? <laughs> because that's when God put on flesh. He was uh, great as ministry of God. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit. What's it say next? Seen of angels. Seen of angels. So now they're up there. Of course, Jesus Christ at the right hand of the Father. They're watching. All Jesus does says, I'll guide thee with mine eye. Go get them. <laughs> go do this. And they're, they're, they, are, they're, they are ready to go. Ready to serve at, at, at the Father's bidding, at the bidding of Christ uh, even. And uh, uh, they're present, but unseen. I think about Elisha, that great story. You remember that? The, city, the place where Elisha stayed. And of course, he's been prophesying. And the enemies uh, have lost some battles because of you know, Elisha's knowledge. And so some of the enemies find out what town Elisha's in. And, and they send their armies. Well, we'll go get them there. So they send the armies to go get Elisha and his servant there. And, uh, and they surround the, the armies surround the town. Elisha's servant comes out, sleeps one morning. Yeah, he's had a good breakfast. Yeah, he looks up and look. The whole place is surrounded. I mean, they are about to be engulfed and uh, enveloped by this army that's going to, that's going to descend upon him. Elijah come, Elisha comes out, you know, looks at him. He, he's got real problems, and what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, Eli, what do you mean, what's the problem? What's, what's, what is, uh, what is uh, Elijah's response? Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray that you open his eyes. Then he may see. And the Lord opened the eye. Notice he didn't ask for his own eyes to be opened. <laughs> he, he had faith. He says, uh, he opened, and, and the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. We got nothing to fear. Uh, and uh, God is ministering in our behalf. And, and angels are good. We're going to have angels as his witnesses. Uh, the Bible says in Psalm 104, verse 4, Who maketh his angels spirits, his ministers a flaming fire. Uh, amen. Hebrews uh, then quotes that as well. How many are there? Quite a few. <laughs> uh, remember Jesus at the cross? Uh, as he, or is in the garden? And, uh, and uh, he knows what's coming, the, uh, what they're going to do? He's praying earnestly and such, and, and uh, they're going to take him away. And, and the disciples want to fight the troops that have come to get him in the garden there. What does Jesus say to Peter? Matthew 26, 53. Thinkest thou not that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels? Now, depending upon the person you read, that could be anywhere from... 60,000 to 84,000 soldiers, uh, footmen and horsemen included. 60,000 to 80,000. Like that. Jesus said, I could call it to be done, and it'd be done. Uh, how many? We are, Hebrews 12, 22 talks about the blessings of the saints. How that we are come unto, unto uh, Mount Sion. Uh, under the city of the living God. And he's talking about really kind of the, the church here and the blessings of the church or spiritual meanings here. He says, a heavenly Jerusalem and to an innumerable company of, an of angels. An innumerable company of angels. <clears throat> what else do we see? Angels are adored misguidedly. Angels are adored misguidedly. People along with that mindset of the Athenians, you know, wanting all, just to know a new thing, want to know all about angels. They're the ones that want to have the Bible studies about angels all the time, you know, and, and, uh, uh, and uh, they, want to, they want to exalt the angels. Uh, remember that angel with Manoah? Why are you asking after my name? <laughs> don't, don't offer that sacrifice to me. 
You have to offer that to God. In, uh, back there in Judges chapter 13. Uh, and what did we learn in Colossians 2.18? Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels. Don't you bow down to angels. <laughs> Don't you think that uh, you are to be worshiping them. They're God's servants. And uh, don't do that. Uh, this is interesting. 1 Corinthians 6.3 Know ye not that we shall judge angels? We shall judge... We're going to judge angels. Say, what about it, preacher? Don't know all the details of that. Are we going to have a part in judging the fallen angels? In their, in, in their ultimate uh, uh, end and final end in, in the lake of fire? I, I don't know. The best I know, all the angels now uh, uh, serving God are holy angels. So I'm not sure what that judgment's talking about there. Do angels get rewards and stuff like, like you and I might at the judgment seat of Christ? No idea. No idea. As far as I know, I, I don't see anywhere where the, where the angel, the holy angels left can disobey God. We don't find any hint of that in the scripture after the ones that had fallen and followed Satan. Uh, all right, we're going to finish it up here. Second, number two, we've seen already, we will have angels. Uh, and secondly, as witnesses, we must have answers. We must have answers. What did they do? Uh, <clears throat> in Acts uh, uh, 21, they said, we need to, to, to put some people in this office that Judas left. He says, uh, he says the, of these that have been with us, he says in verse 21, wherefore of these men which have accompanied with us all the time Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to the same day that he was taken up from, from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. Uh, and so they appointed to you see, uh, he says all the time that the angels uh, went in and out, or that the, uh, that, that, that we needed some people, witnesses, that, that were going in and out with us to witness of Christ, to be witnesses. And so we see faithful witnesses must commune privately. He says, while, we went, while they went in and out with us, in and out with us, we needed witnesses to go. As witnesses, as witnesses we need answers. And so... A, a witness must commune privately uh, with Christ. We need answers. If we're going to witness, what do we say? We need to be with the Lord, amen? We need to learn this book. And the answers you know, are, 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 are in here. And this is the, the wisdom that we need to share with others. Uh, we need to, 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 to have these answers. Have, the, have the, I not written under the excellent things and counsels and knowledge? You know, and uh, and uh, that thou that, that I may, might make you know the certainty of the words of truth, that thou might answer the words of truth to them that send unto thee. Learn these things. Uh, you know, they speak not according you know, to this law, it's because there's no light in them. All the answers are in here, and we need as faithful witnesses to have answers. I like John, First John five. When you have answers, you know. You read First John five. These these things have written unto you what that ye may know that ye have eternal life. That you may know. Hereby you know. Hereby you know. You see it again. Confidence. Confidence. All through the book of First John. Especially chapter 5. Knowing. Learning. Uh, being with the Lord. It says in verse 34 of Mark. Without a parable speaking unto them. When they were alone. He expounded all things to his disciples. We need to have a. Make sure we have a quiet time with God, a time in His Word, a time we're learning it, a time He's teaching us, so that we are getting answers, so that we are learning uh, how, how to reach out to people, and so that we have that, uh, getting that confidence that God wants us, want, wants us to have. I like 1 John 2.20. You have an unction from the Holy One. And what? You know all things. That's the Holy Spirit living in you. That's Jesus Christ. That's God the Father he's called even one place in living in you. That's in you and me if you're a believer. And he wants to use this sword. That's the spirit sword. That's why we learn it. And he'll help us learn it. Sharing that. 
having answers as witnesses uh, there. 1 John 5.10, the memory verse for today. He that believeth on the Son of God, what? Hath the witness in himself. Who's the true and faithful witness in Revelation? Jesus Christ. Guess who's living in us? Jesus Christ. We are called to be witnesses and we have the witness living in us. The witness of all witnesses. The faithful one. Ready to work through us. What? If we'll let him. If we'll yield to him. If we'll learn his word. He's ready to do it. And he's enabled us for that. What a powerful, powerful uh, truth. And then finally... Faithful witnesses must accompany publicly with Christ. He says all the time that he went in and out among us. In and out uh, uh, among us. You see, Jesus spent a lot of time going out. But it was never at the cost of coming in. You find him praying frequently. You find him in the desert alone praying. Finding those places to pray, to be with God. And then going out. And then going out to the, uh, to the places of ministry. Uh, Luke uh, 4, uh, 42, he talks about that. Uh, as they went to find him when he was praying, he says in Luke 4, 43, And he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. And away he went. And they went with him. And that's why we gather here, right? Because he's told us that we are to, to gather as believers and then as we gather here by the way this is the sanctuary this is where, this is where we get this is where we gather together it's for the you know the wounded believers and and uh, uh, and for us to edify one another and strengthen us what so we can go out and be the witnesses God wants us to be amen have the spirit and the word minister to our hearts and here and strengthen us so we can be the public the witness at your, at your job, before our, our families, in our neighborhood, the public witnesses that God wants us to be going out uh, and being those witnesses. <clears throat> being with the Lord. Uh, Acts 4.13 Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Acts 4.13 They saw the boldness of Peter and John. They perceived they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled. They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. The Pharisees and such. These guys, what, they had been with him privately. And they had been with him publicly. And they said, this, this isn't human. By the way, it's not our power, is it? It's his power. This power for the church thing, it, it's not something we drum up within us. It's all him. It's all him working through us. It's all for him and it's uh, of him and through him and to him are all things. It's, all, it's done by him through us. And he's made a way for, for it to be done. So we'll have, we'll, 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 we'll have angels and uh, helping us. And, uh, and we must have answers. Uh, as God, God witnesses as we go forward. And uh, boy, now's a time, hopefully, there'll be, there'll be some people searching, amen? And, uh, and these things, you know, God has allowed for a reason. He's still in control, so we need to look for what God has us uh, for us through these things and how it can be used uh, for his glory and for the furtherance, somehow, amen, uh, of the gospel and uh, getting the witness out and being the witnesses that God wants us to be. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. And Lord, uh, it's an amazing thing to ponder um, the realm, the angelic realm of a, a whole world really going on right now that we, we can't even see with our eyes. And, uh, and yet we, we see by faith. We don't have to be concerned with, with what's going on in that world, Father. We can be comforted that, that you are working. We are to remember that you may send an angel our way at any time. We may entertain an angel and not be aware of it.
and for what purpose you would do that uh, would be known to you. But Father, help us to know that uh, uh, you would have a purpose for it. And Father, help us to be aware of that. We meet someone. God, we may be in, a, in, in certain circumstances tempted be, to be short with that person. Tempted not to be uh, to, uh, to, uh, to speak kindly to them or to do a kind deed for them. And according to your word, God, that very person might be an angel. Might be an angel. And God, help us to remember that. And help us uh, to know that as we go forward to be your witnesses, God, there's a power that is with us that is the very power that created the universe, even your word. And in addition to that, also created by you, is a host of innumerable angels. They're battling the spiritual powers, the evils that we can't see, even as they were with Daniel's prayers. And, and they're, they're working and doing God's bidding, doing our Lord's bidding, uh, Father, to help us in our prayers and, and, and in our strength and uh, in these ways that we've read and see in the scriptures, dear God. And we do thank you for that. Give us the wisdom and grace to be thankful for your calling upon us because you haven't, the world to come, this, this, uh, this new heaven, this new earth, this millennium to come, you haven't put that in subjection to angels. You're putting us in charge of that. You're giving us even a greater responsibility, it seems, than angels. And yet we know any responsibility to you is, is what we are to do, whatever creation that may be. Father, help us to serve you wisely and faithfully with a heart full of faith as we read your word and feet full of faithfulness and hands and a mouth, Father, to do and say what you'd have us to do and say. Father, help us be careful. Thank you and praise you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.